0: Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat, and let's get started. All right, we're going to start in hips on a block. So if you have a block, grab it. If you do not have a block, you can go to a wall for legs up the wall. As you get yourself there, these look really good. Let your eyes fall gently closed, let your face soften your upper back get heavy to the floor and you can certainly take hips on a block with the feet on the floor as well or if you're extending your legs upward looking for a sense of weightlessness uh, that happens when you stack the feet over the hips which may mean you bend the knees may mean the legs are straight and then for sure you're looking to get the block at a sweet spot where your sacrum feels level And the truth about that is, is it may change as you sustain this pose. Like if you're coming right from a day sitting in a chair with the the chair-shaped body, One thing may feel comfortable at first, and then you just get a little more space. So adjust as needed. The other thing that's true is that hips on a block is sometimes not your jam. And if it's not, uh, you may try legs up the wall because that really will get you to a place where the legs are supported and feeling light, which is, is part of, of what we're doing. We're getting off the feet where even if we are sitting most of the day, right, Like the feet are just down below and this change of perspective, putting them up, allows the, the blood flow back from the feet to be... A Little easier for things to leave the system a little more easily. So it tends to slow the heart rate, our breathing and slow the nervous system adjusts
1: to a, to a downshift in activity. the space between your eyebrows, your jaw,
0: your inner ear. You can soften any of those places, do you? The intention and how you communicate to yourself with these muscles of expression and communication, it, it matters. Like all communication, the nonverbal stuff is where it's really at. We can give ourselves all the inner pep talks, or all the inner you know, should do this, should do that, uh, the calm words that we can say to ourselves, you know, or we can actually take these actions of calming, right? the, the nonverbal, the cues that we get from other people all the time. They either make us feel calm and at ease or that kick our nervous system into yeah, fight or flight.
1: So you're creating here a virtuous circle for yourself. Take into
0: account your shoulders, your arms, your hands. Right? What they're doing matters. Those are the muscles we use to to shrug or to hug. I did not mean to rhyme that, but that's a new t-shirt, shrug or hug. For sure the arms are, are expressive and hands are expressive and creative. And how you use them in your practice is gonna create this practice that we do. And we'll do some active stuff Potentially, as we move through active practice, you keep these muscles of communication and expression calm. You allow them to
1: be. And you allow them to keep your nervous
0: system, your breathing, your heart rate in this slightly downshifted place where you're calm and
1: clear, where there is no hurry, where you may have things to do. You may have a lot of things to do.
0: Some of these asanas, there's a lot to, to focus on. But it doesn't
1: need to be hurried. It doesn't need to be stressful. It can simply be. Three more breaths here. I'm going to get quiet and you listen to you. Our
0: time coming out of this you'll just slowly bend your knees and let your feet find the floor if you're on the wall you'll bend your knees slide the soles of the feet to the wall so that the the soles of the feet feel what they feel if you're on the wall use the next few breaths to transition to your mat if you're on the block press your feet down lift your hips by the block out of the way, then you'll slowly put your hips back down. And as if your sacrum is feeling the floor for the first time. We don't think about feeling things with our sacrum very often, but you do feel it. In fact, there's a lot of of, uh, of our nervous system that lives around this area. Pause, let your hips feel pleasantly heavy. And the knees move together in constructive rest. We'll bring hands to center line, one to heart center, one to navel center. So, steadying of your breath here, where focus on the expansion of your inhale, body just moving in all directions so you feel. Space under the hands rise. You feel your side bodies move open east to west. Your back body in the floor. Notice any movement that you get in your spine as you breathe. There is movement there when we're breathing deeply. And it's deep and it's subtle. The more we can inquire within, even imagine we can feel the movement. We're taking our mind away from the stuff outside of us and into the the very center of what's important in our, our body's life. Breathing and the structure and the nervous system. All these things playing into our physicality, our mental state, and our emotions.
1: One more breath here. Expansion with your inhale.
0: And centering in with your exhale. At the very end of that exhale, draw your navel to your spine, hug your knees in toward your chest.
1: And then have a little rock side to side. And enjoy that. Back to center, you'll again ground
0: your sacrum. Let it be pleasantly heavy there anchoring you. And one hand on each knee. Move the knees around in opposite circles, creating figure eights.
1: Clockwise and counterclockwise with each leg.
0: Back to center. Hug your knees in, and releasing the feet to the floor, we'll go out to the edges of the mat and windshield wipers, knees side to side. So, still moving leg bones in hip sockets
1: here. Different pathway, different arc.
0: this back to center after you've balanced the two sides bring feet together knees together and float the feet just off the floor draw your lower abdominals in doesn't have to be a lot definitely not so much that you stop breathing enough to have the legs feel like they're being supported by the abdominals knees to right angles or thereabouts belly twisting pose knee side to side if you can match up that action with a breath pace of your choice, so if you' are not sure where to go with that, go oh, like an inhale to the side, exhale to center rhythm. However, if you want to go slower or if you want to go faster, uh, totally up to you. The vinyasa nature of this is that you're doing one thing with an inhale one thing with an exhale but that thing could be inhaling to the side exhale stay there experience a little more twist reach your knees for the side wall and then inhale your way back to center exhale stay there and stabilize like your shins were very heavy right that's one way you could also make up a thousand different ways to do it if that is the fun thing for you to do uh, last night when I asked people what they wanted to do, they said just tell us what to do, and um, so if you're or not I totally get that, then if you need me to tell you what to do inhale to the side exhale to Center. Sometimes choice is overwhelming. I'll always be here to to be bossy if if you need me.
1: One more round where you balance for two sides. Then Moving back to center,
0: feet to the floor. We're going to roll onto the right side like we were going to get up, but instead tuck your right arm underneath your head. just, uh, Just a little pillow there so that you can feel adjusted and then catch your left ankle and adjust your right leg as you'd like, just a little bit of the knee is nice there. Be balanced in your body. Press your hips towards the sidewall, draw your heel toward your bum cheek, so we're lengthening out the front of the hip. Breath
1: in, breath out.
0: Release that, bring the knees to point sideways. So you've got knees at 90 degree angles, and then extend your right arm out on the floor. Let your head rest on the mat. If it doesn't rest comfortably, grab a block or a pillow or something, be comfortable there. Left hand on top of right hand, where I can take book opening twist. So if you're really unsure of what this looks like, you can definitely look at it. Up. But basically it's like you took belly twisting pose all the way over to one side. Then with an inhale, we're gonna open the left arm, uh, coincidentally like opening a book. And then when we exhale, we come back through center, closing the book.
1: Inhale, open. And exhale. Two more like that.
0: Inhale, open can let your head go along with, or you can
1: keep your gaze just in a nice quiet point for you. Next time you come back to hover left hand over right, we're
0: going to open back up and stay. Pause here, breathe in. As you breathe out, press your shoulder blades down into or toward the floor. Bring your knees back to center. We're going to give them a hug in, just scoop them up, gather them in, Good hug. And then feet to the floor. And roll onto your left side like you were going to get up and, and tuck your left arm underneath your head. Then we'll catch the left or the right ankle with the right hand. Press your hip forward toward the sidewall. Cool. Stretch for hip flexor,
1: quadricep. Breath in and breath out.
0: Release least the foot, bring your knees to right angle and extend the left arm out, head to the floor. It feels nice, or use a pillow, use a block. Right hand stacks over left, book opening twist, open the arm out to the side. And back to hovering the hand over hand.
1: Breathe in, open. Breathe out to close. Breathe in. Breathe
0: out out to hover the right hand over the left. Inhale. Arm open and stay. And maybe the right shoulder blade gets to the floor, maybe it doesn't. If it's having a hard time getting down, try sliding your left shoulder blade over to the left a bit.
1: Breath here. Press both shoulder blades down and knees back to center catch hold of the shin bones,
0: hug the legs in toward you and flex your feet, fan your toes out. Nose to knees, knees to nose, curl tightly in. That's about the extent of the abdominals we're going to do today. You're going to rock up and back to seated. When you get there, Baddha so I'm going to turn and face you. Uh, Baddha butterfly, soles of the feet together, lift up, hands to your ankles or your shins, and you can take it like, what would feel like a cow pose where you draw your heart forward or like an up dog and then a cat pose with navel center in round back yeah. you might adjust the, the length of the butterfly to to best suit your arm length but you inhale heart forward and up little back bend and then exhale around the spine up your chin Draw your abdominals in, not so much as an exercise, but as a way to get breath out. Of course, if you're here to exercise, you can always do that too. You're always allowed to exercise in, in your class. Uh, you're also allowed to, to not make this exercise. And certainly, uh, whatever we're doing with it, it's mostly the breathing and the, the exercise
1: would be the, the secondary benefit.
0: One more round. Inhale, draw your heart forward and up. And exhale. Slowly release back into the cat and just stay there. Save it. If you really like uh, this side of it, I like the side of it. Stick with it. If you really liked the uh, cow side, the backbend side, go stay with
1: that. Just take a moment, breathe. Breathe out.
0: Come upright and sit tall. Traction out. Press your leg bones down into your hands. Lift the center of your chest up. Good. That looks great. We're going to bow forward with that. You can lay your arms down inside the legs. Let the arms help the legs press out a bit. You can choose not to do that
1: as well. Breath in. Breath out.
0: on an inhale, come on up to seated. We're going to cross the right leg in front of the left. Just any way that's comfortable for you to sit cross-legged. And if that's not comfortable, any way that it is. Hands on the legs, lift up to the center of your chest. We're going to take a, a little side-to-side variation on cat-cow. So this would be the robot, RoboCop. Not the robot, robot, something different. Uh, RoboCop for everyone who made it through the early 90s. For those of you that didn't we'll, we'll put a dance lessons collection together and then embarrass ourselves. Because we're going to move from the side to side of the RoboCop into the circles of the Cabbage Patch. So ribcage moving in circles. Mm-hmm stirring action here you go clockwise a few rounds and then go counterclockwise a few rounds uh, this is totally the perk of zoom yoga or podcast yoga is that this is a lovely way to move your body and very few of us want to do it in a uh, room full of people uh,
1: self-included Although,
0: like, it was different when you're in college and everyone's doing it. Come on back to center. I don't think this was college. I think this was high school. I don't know. Heather, you'll have to remind me what year this was. Come on back to center and pause after moving in some really uh, unusual ways. So, that's definitely uh, unusual, not unnatural, but. That circumduction of the spine yeah, leaves a, a certain tonal quality and let the center of your chest lift let your heart move up and then lift your sternum and we'll take some shoulder shrugs with that lift of the sternum the lift of the heart as like the main focal point of the, the physical nature of this you can have breath in where you raise shoulders up to ears and Breath out. You can use your abdominals to support the lift at the center of your chest. Cool. Heart stays high and continue to move your shoulders and getting unstuck in the upper back. You can make that shoulder action bigger and bigger each time. Okay, so, arm bones come forward, you round the shoulders forward and then pull them up and then pull them in toward your spine and slide them down your back. It starts off as kind of a shrug and then gets into a really big range of motion where the shoulder blades are moving around the sides of your rib cage, and they're moving up, pulling up with the collarbones, and then sliding down the inner edge of the rib cage as if they could slide along the spine. One more time, shoulder blades wing out and around, up, in towards center, drop them down, lift your heart, pause. And again, feel what's going on, the the tonal quality of the upper back, the space behind your heart. breath in there and breath out. We're gonna take the same shoulder shrugs, but one arm at a time. So it becomes a little like a twist. And you have to go back to the 80s for this dance. This is the uh, the flash dance shoulders. Uh, and you have to do them a lot faster, but that's a really flash dance. You need that sweatshirt that's, um, you know the sweatshirt, one where there's like the, the shoulders just kind of somehow miraculously come out of the sweatshirt. But more importantly for our purposes here, the rib cage is turning side to side. You're keeping your sternum lifted.
1: Good. One more round.
0: And bring this back to center. We'll pause. Lift up to the center of the chest. Bring your chin towards your collarbones. Let your head drop. A little side to side of your head, just ear to shoulder, and then just real slow transition back through center to the opposite. As you're moving your head, do the, do the best you can to maintain that lift at the center of your chest. The sitting bones rooted down, center of your chest lifting up. And that's allowing the head to move easily through its range of motion. So It's going to be really tempting when you bring your chin down to also drop the heart. Don't do that. You'll keep uh, th- when you bring your chin down toward your chest, think, bring your heart up towards your face. So, and uh, there's a lot of work that goes into sitting upright. So uh, it's not easy. Unwind this slowly back to center. Once you've gotten to both sides, chin in toward the chest. Draw your navel center in. Draw your heart up toward your face. We're going to take hands together and, with your thumbs, make a little space between your eyebrows. Use your hands, use your arms, to lift your head up to the top of the spine. And then arms down at your sides. Lean out of this. Other leg crosses in front. From there, we're going to take the arms out to the sides and up overhead. Catch your left wrist with your right hand. It's a loose grip. Press the left arm out into the right fingers. So you've made a, a good solid frame here of the right arm trying to pull the left arm left. But the left arm will not be taken. Then both sitting bones down, lift your chest up. Over into a side stretch. The point that it feels nice to you and uh, nice on your neck. So sometimes the neck can get over involved in this. Let it just stay neutral. Breath in. When you breathe out, abdominals in to help you come back to center. Swap sides. This is just a loose grip, There's there's no white knuckles involved. I mean, there's my pale knuckles, but um, there's no white knuckling this. Pressing your right arm into the left fingers. Make the strong
1: frame, then take the side bend. Take with your jaw, your face,
0: your throat, the sides of your neck. And if they're overworking, or they don't need to, lift your heart up, so it's like yeah, the arms up there, they're pulling the chest up, and they'll be in your uh, field of vision. So be sure the arms are forward of your ears, they're forward of your eyes, right. back to center, and then release the arms down at the side. So it's kind of tempting when we get that going to pull the arms back, we, we don't wanna do that. Shoulder shrug. Let the shoulder blades slide down your back. Let your elbow points get heavy. Like you just attached weights. I think of them um, like like fishing weights. I don't know why. My my granddad. I don't know why. But like he had like those weights that that fishermen use on your elbows. That'd be awkward. But digression. Right ear to right shoulder. With the head straight to the side. So we didn't roll to get there. If you roll to get there. Come back up and go just straight to the side. And then opposite elbow, press it down. It just got two of those fishing weights. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like, that's cool. You just have like heavy weight on that elbow. I don't really fish, but I have this great uh, love of my grandfather's tackle box. and draw your abdominals in to support as you bring your head back to center and feel everything level out, the lift of your chest, sternum up. It's a lot of work to sit upright. It's a lot of work to stay upright in this life. Then other ear, other shoulder, just straight to the side. It's like the the tilt of the head, the curious puppy. Then that opposite elbow, just it gets heavy. Just press it down. The the muscles of the the side of the neck really get the attention here. Breathe in like you were just calming out any
1: tangles or softening the rough edges. Let your face soften,
0: your jaw soften, those muscles play into this. Lift your heart. Lift the spine toward the back of the heart. Breathe in. Breathe out as you do. Abdominals in to support as you bring the weight of the head back to center. Good. And one more. Just a shoulder shrug to let everything come back into good, good alignment with itself. will take the hands to the mat and step over into hands and knees for cat and
1: cow here, the, uh, the usual way. Back to
0: center, the center point of cat-cow being hands and knees pose. And a side to side. So squeeze your right side body short, right shoulder to right hip. And then back to center. And then squeeze the left side body short, like you're trying to put the left shoulder and the left hip together. And back to center. So a of that. Exhale. Squeeze one side short. And center up. And exhale, squeeze the other side. And that's the easiest way to kind of stick, to get this in your mind, right. But then bring your attention to the other side. So if one squeezes, one's lengthening. give that, that C curve going where one side is squeezing tight, but the other one. it's lengthening out and get this crescent moon shape with the body.
1: One more round through. And then back to center. Pause. I'm gonna do the uh, the circles
0: of the spine. So the uh, the the jump rope here. So the uh, the rib cage is gonna move down, then to the right, then up in the cat, then over to the left. Then, so if you haven't jumped rope in a while, uh, this metaphor may not work. But if you've done a little double dutch, uh, you know that'd be great I think we should just get jump ropes and like do that again not not like the kind where you like jump rope like you know for five minutes on your own but like two people holding jump ropes and then the others jumping it I want to go to that party if you've gone one direction only go to the other one so put it in reverse and that's why it's hard too remember like jumping rope and you could get it going one direction but then you had to do it the other I'm flashing back on like fourth grade gym
1: class. (sighs) Not the party I want to go to. One more round through. Back at center
0: pause level out uh, bring your heart forward back of your head up so that you're in good alignment with yourself then sit back to child's pose you can extend your arms forward take your arms back by your sides so you can take all the pressure possible out of your arms bring all the softness possible to your upper back your throat to your face
1: What does your upper back feel like? And what happens
0: when you focus your breath there? So we just uh, get a lot of things moving. A lot of the the sheets of muscles that lay over top of each other. You can like keep them moving with your breath. So they get get a little stuck during the day. They get, for most of us, locked long is what it's called. And that locked long posture is the uh, kind of hunching over our desk posture. So now you've got them in a long position, but instead of them being locked, you're in this nice C-curve of the spine that Child's Pose gives you and you just expand your breath into that space. Next inhale, we're gonna float up to hands and knees and then go forward into a really nice light up dog for you. So it's based on what you feel is nice and light. Your knees are down. Thighs even are down. Lower abdominals are playing along there in the game because you want to uh, make this as light on your low back as possible. Then draw spine in toward the back of your heart. Draw your heart up toward your face. Not to any degree that your low back feels pressure, but just a nice lift. And then look side to side here. Just slow. Make the action of the hands pulling back, particularly look to one side, pull the other hand back. To the other side, pull the other hand back. Make it back to center and then we'll take it back toward a cat pose that wants to be child's pose. So you're rounding the back. And if you press that, it's still cat, still cat pose, but it's trying to move its way back. Then elbows down on the mat, and you're gonna rock toward a uh, cow pose. But it's a cow that kind of wants to be a sphinx pose, with the spine's coming in, drawing your heart forward. There's also look under the couch for your keys pose. And then shift back to that cat pose and
1: slide it back toward child's. Rock it forward.
0: And that cow pose wants to be sphinx. The chest isn't down. You're just looking under the couch for your keys. I won't tell you how I came up with that name, but it happened often enough. Uh, You probably figured out. One more round through that, really work the forearms down into the floor and back as you pull your heart forward. And then we'll one more time, sit back toward child's pose. This time, take your knees wide. Let your chest move through. So we're taking out some of the rounding of the back in child's pose, or maybe all of it. You might even get to the point where if you reach your arms forward, you can rest your chest on the floor or a block. And have a little back bend there. Another option, bend your elbows and lace your fingers. Your knuckles will be pointing toward the ceiling. The elbows pressed down to the
1: floor. Breath in. Breath out. Move your
0: abdominals in. Next inhale, Come on up to hands and knees, then back to down dog. And have a few moments to pedal things out, to bend one knee and then the other. Press your hands down and forward, elongate. This feels like it's a little too much at this point. Walk your hands in, and make a shorter stance down dog. It'll go more into uh, leg stretching, less than the arm balancing category. Back at center, set so your gaze between your feet. Breath in through your nose.
1: Let it out through your mouth. The inhale, right leg up and back behind three-legged dog.
0: And when you exhale, bend your knee, look forward, take a big step into a low lunge. And inhale, we'll straighten the front leg, just bowing over it, breathe out. And when you breathe in, pull into the front heel. Draw your heart forward as you exhale, bend the back knee to the mat. And when you inhale, you'll straighten the front leg again.
1: And exhale, let the upper body bow over.
0: Inhale. Pull into your front heel. Draw your heart forward. Exhale, back knee down. One more time through this. Press front foot into the mat. Inhale, extend. Exhale, fold deeply in. Inhale, back toward the lunge. Tighten the back leg to start, and then exhale the knee down. Inhale here, draw your heart forward. When we exhale, plant your hands, come back to hands and knees, all the way down to the mat. Peel up for cobra.
1: And then release down slowly. Cobra twist to
0: your right. Move your right shoulder blade toward your spine. Hug the right elbow in toward the side. We'll release down slowly. And then left shoulder blade in toward the spine, left elbow in, twist. And release down slowly. Press into your hand, come up to hands and knees. Tuck the toes back to down dog. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind three-legged dog. Bend your knee, big light step into a low lunge. When you inhale, straighten your front leg. Exhale, release the upper body over the leg. And inhale, long into the lunge. As you exhale, knee down. Inhale, press the front foot down. Straighten the leg. Exhale, bow over it.
1: Inhale, pull your front heel into the mat. Exhale the knee down. One more inhale to lift up and back. Exhale, stay, let the body release. Inhale, back into the lunge. Exhale the knee down. Stay here.
0: Inhale, draw your heart forward. Plant the hands. Exhale, step back. Hands and knees to the mat. Peel up for cobra. Press your feet down. Point your big toe straight back. Reach it back. Reach the inseam of the leg long. Exhale, slowly come down. Then a twist to the left. Left shoulder blade in toward the
1: spine. Left elbow hugs in toward the body. Release.
0: Then, long right side, right shoulder blade just in toward the spine, over the right shoulder. And come
1: down slowly. Press up to hands and knees. Back to down dog. You then take your right leg up and back. Three-legged dog,
0: breathe out, bend your knee, your knee toward your right elbow. Then lay the shin bone down for pigeon. We're gonna stay up on the hands. You can use whatever props you like here, but uh, for sure, press the front shin bone down, press the back foot down, reach through the back toes. Up On fingertips, you're drawing your spine in, a little bit of up dog here. Breathe and breathe out. Pressing your front shin bone down. You can come down to your forearms on the floor or on blocks. The same action we did in that uh, cow pose that wants to be sphinx pose. Pull the elbows into the floor. Draw your heart forward. Keep pressing the right shin bone down. Breath in. And breath out. Walk your elbows out toward the side and see what you can do about resting your head either on your hands or on a block or on the floor. The elbows move out to the side so that the arms are no longer holding you up. Breathe into your upper back, spread that space behind your heart. Breathe out, press your legs into the floor, front shin bone, back foot. Inhale, walk up to the hands again. Tuck your back toes, lift the back knee and press into your hands. Feel your hips lighten as you do that. Then step the right foot back.
1: Breathe here. And breathe out. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Bend the
0: knee, bring it toward your left elbow. Place the shin bone down softly. And then we'll stay up on the hands for the first breath. Press the floor with front shin and back foot. Really active through the body. And this is like a warrior pose. Not a warrior, a warrior warrior. I'll work on that. Breathe in, and then with an exhale, you're gonna come down to forearm. Draw your heart forward like it wants to be sphinx pose.
1: Keep pressing the shin bones down. Then you're going to walk your elbows
0: out to the sides. And you might use a block here. Uh, If the forehead center doesn't get easily to the floor, a block or a pillow, anything is great. Let your head rest, let your chest rest. So for most of us in this pose, the chest rests on the leg. That's cool. If if yours doesn't, that's also cool. A block could come in real handy. That was really nice. If I weren't so lazy, I'd probably use one. we want to get the upper body to release right? and the best way to do that is to give it something to release into
1: full we'll breath here walk to your
0: hands and press into your hands, tuck your back toes under, lift the knee, press your hands down, pull the abdominals in to make the front leg light before you step it back. Breath
1: in. and Breath out.
0: Down to the knees and to straddle. So straddle with a block if you don't go uh, all the way to the floor, right? If if your navel center doesn't naturally touch the floor in this pose, then you want a block or two. Uh, So if you're pretty close to the floor in your straddle fold, block um, right up as close to your legs as you can get and you bow forward and the low belly rests on the block. And it seems, well, it seems weird. All yoga seems weird but by letting the belly rest, you're actually gonna get more release in the pose. And then if it does not uh, kind of work out that it's the belly, then it's the rib cage, you put the block underneath. But if that's still a, uh, a bone structure too far, you take the block underneath your forehead, either on its uh, edge or its face or even up on the end. Right. If you need two blocks for this, that's legit. You could put under the other, it's like the uh, the magic T, where the end of one block goes on the face of the other, and then finally, if you have no blocks at all, but uh, you have a wall and you have some space for this, um, one of the nicest ways to do straddle is to go to the wall like we were going to do legs up, but instead take them out. To the sides, and this is another perk of doing yoga in your own space. If you have the, if you have the wall space with the couch, the back of the couch space, can always do it in the in the studio with each other because we run out of wall. But if you have a space for it, wall's your friend here.
1: And wherever you are, you have five breaths. You're gonna count your exhales. Just
0: count down from five and it helps keep you kind of here and at least organized enough to to keep a count. And that just keeps us from finding other
1: stuff to do with the brain space. And the completion of your five, you're just going to kind of dissolve
0: your way out of this. So you either like slowly walk up from the straddle fold or you slowly walk the legs together from the wall straddle. And then just like as effortlessly as you possibly can, make your way around onto your back. Where if you really enjoy a hips on a block, go for that. And if you prefer a happy baby
1: pose, go for that.
0: There is also, if you prefer uh, to have a wheel pose,
1: that's also in the cards.
0: I'm making your way out of this one into any finishing postures that you enjoy on your way to Shavasana. Keep it as, as calm and as smooth as you can. Right. Just with the intention here of moving into deep rest, the kind of depth that is allowed by moving slowly and paying attention. So the the slowness is not slow for slow's sake, right? We don't actually want to get slower just to be slow, right? We we go slower to be more calm, to be more aware, to be better at what we're doing, right? To take our time and do it in the way that feels pleasing and
1: satisfying. Because of our presence that's a, one of the things
0: like satisfying was a big word for a while i know that i'm not quite as but like i'm not that old but it was a word for a while i don't know if it's still a word i am that old but i don't know if it's still a word uh, but one of the things like the videos that would be satisfying or categorized as satisfying they just drew you in right like have all your attention when something's really satisfying, it it naturally gets your attention and it holds it. Whether it's something you're doing, something you're watching, something you're reading, something you're listening to. And that idea in yoga of paying attention is so that it can be more satisfying
1: to our body, to our minds, to our hearts. really well done y'all
0: bring back the uh, shavasana song speaking of things that satisfy i hope i hope this has is-
2: That you can get what you want Or you can just get old You're gonna kick off Before you even get halfway through Ooh, when will you realize Vienna waits for you Slow down, you're doing fine You can't be everything you wanna be Before your time Although it's so Tonight. Too bad, but it's the lap. You're you so ahead Start with your fingers that you forgot
0: what you need to
2: see when you're wrong. You know, you can't always see when you're right. You're right, way to your right you your side. Passion. You got your pride, but don't you know that all the fools are satisfied? Dream on, but don't imagine. Your way up to seated. Ooh, when will you realize
0: Big shoulder shrug.
2: As you.
0: you exhale, let your shoulder blades slide down and back. As your heart lifts in your chest. Hand get at the heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste.
2: Super
0: great. Have an excellent weekend. See you soon. Bye.
2: And
0: thank you for joining us here.